Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. In an era of online retail where everything is just a few clicks away, buying a car should be no different. That's why at Carvana, you can buy a car 100% online. We made it easy to browse, view, and buy from over 10,000 cars. You can even trade in your old car, all while binge-watching your favorite TV show. Afterwards, we'll deliver your car to you. Or you can pick it up from one of our car vending machines. Either way, your car comes with a seven-day return policy. So grab a seat, relax in your comfy pants, and enjoy the new way to buy a car at Carvana. This episode is sponsored by Schwann's.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwans.com backslash yum for details. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Wrestling Sheet Radio. I'm your host, ProWrestlingSheet.com, editor-in-chief Ryan Satin, here with my co-hosts, Jamie Iovine. Hey, everybody. As well as Elijah Bates. I'm fart-free today. <laughs> well... We are now we're here, Eli. Don't don't jinx yourself. That's true. And, I believe in you. And Thanks. now this room's a little more uh, soundproof. Well, oh, is like, that the purpose? Well, sound and closing. Sound and closing. I guess is a better word. Yeah. Mm. So so it'll be heard probably even louder if it happens this time. We could sing. Uh, I, yeah. No. Basically, you know, this room where we shoot this show is also where they shoot uh, Collider Live every day here at Collider, and the the set behind you guys. And all of us uh, here, uh, it, it, it was much more dedicated to Clatter Live for a yeah. while. Like when we first came here, it was just the black kind of things on the wall, the, the soundproof kind of like pads. All right, yeah. Um, but then they added all this over Clatter Live, and I think I feel like I think a lot of people were kind of like, hey, it's 
It's not. It's the podcast room. I'm you glad know? they kept the John Schnepp portrait, though. Yes, yes, totally. That's the God himself. Yeah, yeah, totally. May he rest in peace. Uh, so, uh, yeah, no, I honestly, I love it. My first nah. thing I didn't hear was an interview that I posted today with uh, Rocky Romero, and I, it just like it feels more calming with the black. Yeah. There's not like random. Uh, you know, movie things everywhere. I do feel like we're in a theater of sorts, and that the curtain is going to be drawn open. I, I mean, sure. it, does have, it does give that. Vibe. <laughs> it does have that vibe a little bit. Sure. Uh, speaking of behind the curtain, let's talk about the biggest story of the week, which obviously happened today, uh, and that is Paul Heyman and Eric Bischoff returning to prominence. It's I, this is crazy to me. Uh, so it was announced this morning. It was first reported by Sports Illustrated. That uh, Paul Heyman and Eric Bischoff will be the new executive directors of Raw and SmackDown, uh, respectively. Wow. And uh, Paul Heyman, executive director of Raw, Eric Bischoff, executive director of SmackDown Live. Uh, and then the press release stated that both men will still report to Vince McMahon. Uh, the press release said in their executive roles, Heyman and Bischoff will oversee the creative development of WWE's flagship programming and ensure integration across all platforms and lines of business. The creation of these roles further establishes WWE's ability to continuously reinvent its global brand while providing two distinct creative processes for its flagship show. So for a few things, this sounds a lot more encompassing just than deciding what is going to happen in the TV show that night. Correct. Like this seems like it's going to be not only that, but marketing. I mean, I, don't, I have no idea, but I mean, it could be like marketing you know, business yeah, ventures like and brand sponsors in a lot of ways. That is the vibe that I get at this point. Obviously, you know, from what that's get, a big task. I don't know if anybody's had that much responsibility before. So, from uh, you know, just before you guys got here, other than Vince, obviously, obviously, uh, and we'll. I want to touch on that uh, as well. What you just said, but before you got in here, before you guys got here, I posted a story on the site. Um, kind of like a few more details that I was able to uh, mm-hmm. to get. And I'm told that it's going to be a slow process. That they're not mm-hmm. just like tomorrow, or sorry, on Monday, Heyman's in charge of Raw. They're yeah. going to slowly assimilate back to, into the process. You yeah. know, Heyman has been working behind the yeah. scenes for a while now. Um, since, you know, he was kind of there with all the Ronda Rousey stuff, and he's been, you know, had his... He's had his hand in different things. Uh, but, you know, he still has to assimilate everything. And... and, and you know what I was told is everything is still going through Vince McMahon. Yeah, but I do think you're right, Jamie. I do think that um, it is to, with the hopes, if they actually go through with this and and Vince steps back a little bit, that the hope is that the shows will have two distinctive vibes as opposed to feeling like they're both just Vince McMahon's shows. Yeah, it's a very it was a very interesting call. I mean, this is by no means any my. Like this is not me saying that they didn't make the right decision. It was just so interesting to me because for two reasons. One, Heyman's been with the company for – back with the company since 2012, 13. Maybe even earlier than that. Yeah. And, and he hasn't had any sort of real position in the company other than on-air talent in quite some time. But he has and, had this like – no, but any official position? Uh, not official. No. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Not, nothing official. They haven't put him on the payroll in that sense. Yes. And also Bischoff. Influence, I guess, is a yeah. better way of putting it. Yeah, of course. Consultant, maybe. Yeah. And Bischoff has been out of active wrestling profession, like talking about it, sure, but been a- out of the wrestling game for over at least two decades now. Yeah. Well, it? when was – no, TNA wasn't two decades ago oh, that, when I, he did I, the – I'm sorry. I forgot about his TNA run. That was like five that years was ago. Mistake, so that was, was, just, five years was that ago. like five years ago when yeah. they tried to, do, they tried well, to move like to two, Monday night? It was like 2010 when that happened, but he was with the company I feel like for a few years ago or My for mistake. a few years. And that's on that end. Um, but, it, it, but it is a very interesting choice. Um, I don't – I, I mean um, – I don't I, get it to be honest with you. Like I mean I, I understand the presence that these dudes have had in the wrestling industry. But like you said, it's like they've – 
Bischoff, for instance, has not necessarily been connected with like leading a popular brand in the wrestling industry for quite some time. You know, TNA, you can say what you want about his tenure there, but like, I, and I think even he would probably categorize it as like not necessarily the most successful thing he's ever done. And I don't think it was necessarily his fault in that regard, too, working for Panda Energy and, you know, or whatever the parent company was, you know, it was a totally different thing than, than basically being given a, a checkbook by Ted Turner and, and, um, and that organization. I, 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 I'm dumbfounded by it. It'll definitely shake things up. If they're given the, the amount of power that it says they are, we'll see very drastically different TV shows, yeah. which is what a lot of people think they need. I, I, mean, so. yeah, I mean, I don't think anybody's been super excited about WWE programming as of late other than like Seth Rollins. Um, <laughs> we'll get to that. Yeah, but it's just like I – I I'm 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 befuddled by it. I don't know. Like, yeah, I, I honestly in the I don't even know how, how many years we do in the show now. It was like four, four and, and a something, something four like and change. This is the most. This is the most. Uh, this is the least amount of. This is the most dumbfounded you've ever been about something. I like Eli looks like he truly. I just doesn't know what to think about I, the situation. I, I, like this part of me is like, why are they doing it? Like I like what like I don't get me wrong. I love both these guys, Paul Heyman and Eric Bischoff. I think that periods where they were in, involved in, in leadership positions and in wrestling organizations have been, you know, some very memorable times. But like, is this a a reactionary move to the the like to the low attendance lately? Is this something to throttle the momentum of AEW's like you know uh, prominence in the mainstream? And and not only that, but like their uh, like their uh, re- reference referential uh, nature in like the media as well. If you notice now, like not a lot of people today are obviously talking about AEW or their upcoming events as much as they're talking about like this, this move, which is and, this weekend they have a show. Yes, and and, and you know. When they, like so, there is part of me that's like, is this like a, a petty move that they're making? Just you know, to throttle that momentum, just right out as AEW jumps out of the gate. Is this really being done to to help like the programming of WWE? Like, I just I don't get why it's happening. I think literally everything you said in there, parts of it. Yeah, I, yeah me every too. Single, every single thing you said. Yeah, me too. I think it's a, an amalgam of all of that. Yeah, all yeah. And um, was it could have been a petty shot? Wouldn't be the first time WWE's done no. something like that. And also, like you like you mentioned, this is going to be a very long, integrated process. They didn't have to announce it today or tomorrow or two weeks from now. Or on all their social media channels yeah. or on WWE.com yeah. or anything like that. And um, Are they locking these guys down so that they don't go to work for AEW? Well, I mean, that's obviously the – Well, you know, I didn't the, think like, Heyman would ever even hey, – hey, Well, Heyman was already under contract. He wasn't leaving. Yeah. So we can – we can write yeah, Heyman out of that equation, saying. you know? Yeah. Bischoff, um, he didn't seem to really be interested in AEW. Not only that, but I feel like there wouldn't be interest from the AEW side of things because, like... What would they do with him? Yeah, because, like, if I mean, like, you're more of, like, a wrestling historian than me, but, like, I don't know, like, didn't Dusty kind of get replaced by Eric Bischoff and stuff? Like, I mean, not specifically, because wasn't, wasn't there someone who came, was in between them or whatever? In, in but, like, some ways, but, like... He doesn't look at... Eric Bischoff's WCW. He I wants mean, it to be like Dusty's only, WCW. Well, yeah, but but I would also offer that Cody probably looks at like Monday Nitro as like a golden period WCW. True. still, you know. Yeah, and w, and Dusty, yeah, but to be honest with you, he, 
Cody is the Eric Bischoff of AEW. Yeah. Right? Am I yeah. crazy for that? Like, he's the one with these huge ambitions. He's kind of like the one who's going out there being the face, doing similar the interviews. They have similar haircut. Similar cocky vibe. Yeah. Um, I well, feel like... If Bischoff was a competitor, yes. Yeah, but... Well, Outside of the karate. I was just going to say, he did the karate <laughs> matches. Don't downplay his karate skills. Yeah. Um, Come on, yeah. Vinny. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, I also... You know, I've been thinking about it all day. I've been talking about it a bunch. I've been thinking, texting people. You know, it's been the main thing I've been thinking of. The Heyman thing makes the most sense to me. The mm-hmm. Heyman thing absolutely makes the most sense to me. Um, you know, from what I have heard, uh, the the behind the scenes are going to be split when the Fox thing happens. Yeah. And I'm assuming that's because Fox wants to have a say in the stuff that they're involved in. So in order for that to happen, they kind of have to have the two creative teams separate. Like Raw has its own creative team and yeah. then SmackDown has its own creative team and so that would be a lot for a 73 year old dude and Vince McMahon to handle and I know he's not human but like you know he, here's the thing though too like Eric, like nothing against Eric Bischoff or Paul Heyman Neither of them are super young. Like, Heyman's younger, I think, than Eric Bischoff is. But Eric Bischoff's not a spring chicken by any means. Yeah, you're right. Uh, Heyman thing, though, before I get into the Bischoff stuff, the Heyman thing, regardless of age or whatever, I think that, you know, when Heyman didn't want to be – wasn't involved in creative anymore, I think that it was just a different Heyman. Like, Heyman has grown over the years. And he's not that – I mean, he's similar to how he used to be. But he's not that same guy. He's learned how to navigate the WWE system. He's not the same, like – cocky, this is my ECW guy. Yeah. I think that he knows how to navigate the political waters a little better now. Yeah. And and he will be good at talking to Vince in a way to convince him that, you know, to see his vision as well. That's what Heyman does best. He's great yeah. at talking people into seeing his vision. Yeah. And so um, if he can do that throughout the whole card and not just with the main event program like Brock or Ronda like he's been doing, um, to me, that's like a very smart decision if, yeah. you're gonna, if, if you want someone to be Places the figurehead. It's like I said earlier. This is going to be real. If they truly get the power that it says they are, then I think it's going to be due for some really interesting television, at least yeah. at the very least. I mean, and I think that you're right when, and I think everybody thinks this too. It's like it is time to shake things up. It's like people are not interested in the product like they like the company would prefer that they would be. That's why they had to tarp off half the Tacoma Dome or whatever for like this past week's pay per view. That's why nobody's going to go back and watch Stomping Ground, guys. Like, I mean, I didn't watch Stomping Ground. I you was didn't watch like, it? No, I have no interest in well, watching. It was actually it. A really good show. Even, I didn't watch the main event. No, but I just like it got to the point where I was just like, I don't want to watch Baron Corbin versus. Well, the rest the, of the show was really good. I believe. I you. enjoyed the main event. I believe too, you, but the road to getting there, I was like, no. Thank you. I'm good. I but because the whole of show that vibe, the, people, the, the wrestlers were like, they were on fire. They were like, they knew that a majority up. of people felt I that way it. and they were I, fired I, up. As they sh- I, 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 I totally understand that. But it's just like, hey, sorry. I just wasn't like. Yeah. I just like I just watched, you know, like the last pay-per-view two weeks before. Yeah. I'm exhausted by it. Yeah. And I don't want to watch Baron Corbin and Seth Rollins in the ring anymore at yeah. all. I don't want to watch Baron Corbin, you guys. <laughs> and I'm not like I a like Baron how Corbin. I'm getting more and more refined. I'm not a hater. Is that really true? I saw that rumor that somebody heard Vince say that he sees Baron Corbin as a gr- somebody that all the girls want. Yeah, I saw that he gets a push because of good looks. But I, I, I don't what? know. I don't know. Vince what? doesn't like bald people. <laughs> but, like that's clear. But I did love the well, kayfabe Austin. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did love when kayfabe news. Uh, posted that link to that story, though, and they said something like, "We didn't. 
we didn't write this. But <laughs> we have sent a legal letter to them, no, like a cease and desist letter to them for copyright infringement or something like that. <laughs> we didn't write this. Um, but it's, like, if that's the case, man, uh, um, who knows? Who hey, knows? that's hysterical. Although they did have that moment on Raw where like Lacey Evans and Baron Corbin, remember he said something like, you know, we could be the next power yeah. couple of WWE. Like, and then what, she what? did like a like a kind of like uh-huh. brush, you know, kind of like wiped like, off. Hey, or let's ignore oh, all man. of Lacey. Let's ignore all of Lacey Evans' Instagram posts leading up until her call up, which was of her family. Yeah, <laughs> still is, still is all the time. Yeah, um, and, and back to the Bischoff thing. Okay, now I know we talked here a bunch. Oh, Heyman makes sense. Heyman makes sense. But I don't think Bischoff. The more and more I think about it, the the more sense it does kind of make to me. Uh, you know, going into the Fox stuff. You yeah. know, I do believe that Fox is going to have. More of a say than USA ever had. Yeah. You know, I was likening it to um, these the Saudi shows, not as controversial, obviously, but like they're paying for these Saudi shows. Yeah. They're going to be involved in the creative process of it. I have a feeling that Fox is the same way. Yeah, like, and we're paying you a billion well, dollars. And, and we're going to be involved. Yeah. Bischoff, and Bish, Bischoff can work with he's diplomatic. Diplomatic. He can work like, with networks. He can work with networks. He's diplomatic. I think that, you know, I, I feel like, you know, you're right. Bischoff's there more to navigate that channel of diplomacy, of, of their relationship taking form and taking off with Fox. You know, like I, the relationship that they have with the USA Network thus far and everything like that, they've got a solid relationship. They're still delivering the highest ratings for the network. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I mean, and they've consistently done that pretty much the entire time that that Raw, you know, ever since the Attitude Era, especially. Like, regardless of whether the ratings have dipped, ebbed and flowed over the years, they've still consistently gotten USA Network their best ratings. So, I mean, like, it's like when, they, I mean, it's a different, entirely different numbers, but it's like when people say, oh, we're not watching the, nobody watched the Super Bowl this year. And then you put it's like, oh, it was like down from 20 million for, to like 13, which yeah. is still a lot of people. Well, and it's still know? like, and, and then, you know, it's funny. I remember you posted the something a couple weeks ago that was basically like the disparation of two headlines where it was like, Raw's ratings sink lower than ever. And then it was like a, a ra- I can't remember. It was it's deadline what it was, I know exactly like what it was. It was, I, it was like a wrestling site being like, Raw, ratings in the tank or whatever, like you were saying. And then it was an actual like, TV ratings like website Variety that was or like, something like that. WWE remains atop its throne, like blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. And you're like, uh, I'm going to follow the rating site who who tracks all of television, yeah. you know? Yeah, So, like, and, and to, to some extent, too, with, like, if, if they were, if they had to pass the leadership of Paul Heyman by the people at USA Network, all they got to do is look at the segments that he's likely to be involved with. Obviously, they're skewed a bit because they have Brock in them as well. But if you look at the audience reaction when Paul Heyman comes out and the energy that he brings to the table, they probably see that and they're like, well, if he can do this on screen, maybe he can help behind the scenes and help people kind of evoke that same kind hey, of reaction. Crazy thought. What if Paul Heyman finally gets Roman over? Like in terms of with like the That's adult a, crowd. It's a really good – well, he's a SmackDown guy now though, right? But he's like wild card. Wild card. I, because you know Paul loves I think, Roman. I think the wild card's over, guys. I don't think they announced any wild cards. Someone said they said it before Kofi's entrance on Raw, mm-hmm. but I didn't hear them mention it. Besides no. that, and they, I was paying closer attention to inspect them. They didn't mention the wild card rule well, once. Daniel, I think well, it's pretty much all, over. Were they, like all the tag team champions were on Raw. I know. That's what I mean. I think the brand split just over. Like I, it yeah. seems to me like they're there's like, like nah, yeah. I don't think we need to mention this wild card so rule thing anymore. Need we need four we tag just, team titles. I, 
trust me, I'm wondering the same thing. Although, it's just a deck full of wild cards. Although, speaking to that, I should play this clip from Inside the Ropes. Uh, it would be kind of better, though, if they mixed up a, car, a deck of cards of all the talent. And whoever they drew was the guy who gets to go on the other show. I yeah. saw someone tweet today saying like that it would be the highest rated Raw in a long time if they let Heyman and Bischoff do an actual draft for real. And that like would. Who, they, who they'd want on their brands for yeah, real. Yeah. And explain like why. And then like in the show they explain like what they're going to do to make their shows different. It's too it's too wrestling-y, but I, I would love it. Yeah. I would love yeah, it. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, that'd be a great three hours. I, that's three hours I would legit enjoy. Yeah, people, Me too. Average viewers or people who don't watch wrestling would tune to this and be like, this is wrestling? <laughs> that, that's why. <laughs> that's why, yeah. Um, so Eric Bischoff uh, did an interview with – well, he did like one of those live stage shows with yeah. Inside the Ropes. And I thought this was relevant to the discussion. I think it was back when the brand split first happened. But um, like I said, it was Inside the Ropes. I'm going to play it. It's a, it's a minute and a half. Yeah, but, or you'll hear it, Jamie. Um, but I thought that it's basically – it's him talking about what he would do to make the shows feel different, Raw and SmackDown, during the brand split. But I think – after going through my own experience and in having been a part of the WWE's experience, the advice that I have would be to be as disciplined as you can possibly be at keeping the brands distinct. If you don't make them feel completely different, it won't work. And part of that is creating stakes. Part of that is... It's got to feel real. It's got to be believable. Or Uh-oh. Oh, what happened? Be believable. Or <laughs> to it. There you go. But don't let the talent start transitioning back and forth because you dilute the concept. They won't feel like two brands. They'll just feel like two different shows, which is what they already feel like. Because the WWE does such a great job of producing such a phenomenal show, it doesn't feel... It's almost too perfect. There's no grit. It it needs to feel a little gritty. At least one of them. They don't both have to feel gritty, but one of them has to feel a little edgy, a little dangerous, like something's going to happen that you wouldn't expect on one show because it's a little less sophisticated. Hmm. That's the magic. And if they both start feeling very well-produced, almost glossy in their presentation... And the talent is jumping back and forth. I won't give it six months. You won't even be. You won't hear the term brand extension six months from now. It'll it'll suffer the same fate that it suffered the last time they tried it because that's what happened the last time they tried. Which is funny because now that we're like the same thing that happened the same thing has now happened with the wild card rule six weeks instead of six months. Yeah. Well, this was I think years ago when the brand extension first happened or whatever. But still, no. I'm talking about the wild card. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. And I think he's I think he's right. Like that is when whenever they do a brand extension or split, sorry, um, that is always when it's over. Yeah. When they start to do that, you're like, well, they're the same show now. Well, There's that's, no difference. Like, and, and if you go back even further, when they did their iteration of ECW, the first show, it was like, this is in a, a big arena. This is not an ECW mm-hmm. show. This is a WWE show this called ECW. Yeah, this is a but, zombie but, but I, I, I remember, like the only like the parts of ECW that they pulled into the arena was like, oh, they've got like this small ECW entrance and everything. It's like, but it's not a it's small arena. It's not an intimate affair. That's what ECW was. So back to like that concept of grit. Like I, I agree with that. I don't like, but I don't know that 
Vince McMahon likes grit. The guy doesn't like sneezing, for God's sakes. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree with you. And honestly, that's actually been my number one criticism of WWE, NXT, 205 Live, uh, NXT UK, all of them, is they almost feel too pretty sometimes. Yeah. You know, like, I was kind of hoping when they did the NXT UK brand that it was going to feel a little more, like, rebellious, a little yeah. more, like, you know, cool video packages or, like, uh, <laughs> vignette-type things or outside stuff, yeah. you know, like, you know, where the they're doing stuff in the UK, but that's, that's, not really the, that's not really what I see on the show. You know, man, you can credit, the, you know, say the Attitude Era was gritty and stuff like that, but if, like, a real show that had a lot of grit <laughs> was Shaka and Saturday Night. Like, that show was, like, when they were shooting that... You could that, see the escalators. Yeah. Like, I mean, there were elements of that where it was like, damn, this is, like, a real weird presentation of wrestling. I didn't really watch the early days of Shaka and Saturday Night. Yeah. And I've been watching them uh, on, on the Monsoon Classic YouTube channel. Yeah. And um, I, I was just watching them this week, actually. Did you watch most of Shotgun Saturday Night? Are you pretty I've, knowledgeable I've, on I, it? I'm somewhat knowledgeable of it. How, did they do that the whole time with the like weird fun facts underneath their name? Oh, I can't remember that out. Because like I, I was watching a match and it was Dan Severn versus GI Bro. Yeah, and not Booker T GI Bro, but another guy named GI Bro. And there's a lot of them. When GI Bro came out, he had like a factoid underneath him that said uh, likes to play with action figures. And then when Dan Severn came out, it said, uh, favorite movie, Beauty and the Beast. And I was like, what are these weird fun facts? <laughs> and I saw him on a few of them, and I was like, like, here, I'll show you. It says, favorite movie, Beauty and the Beast. Why? Right, because that, that wasn't like a thing they did I've on seen, a lot I of saw them. It right? when you posted Okay. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Okay, so I'm glad that wasn't like a thing they always did. I, don't, I, I, I only saw it on a couple of them when I was looking through. I think it was like the really, really like first few Shotgun Saturday one, I mean, I think the one that you everybody recalls is like Triple H getting Tombstone and going down the escalator. You know, yeah. like that. Yeah. But, the one that's still in the legit mall. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think it was from Penn Station, actually. I think it was from like a, I think it was from a train okay. station. Oh, okay. okay. But regardless, like, you know, and I don't, I, I'm not saying that they need to do Put shows. Put down in a train station. But the thing was, is that like. disrupts so much business. I know. I'd be, <laughs> hey. If you were in a wrestling fan, you'd be so pissed off. You're like, what is this dead-looking person doing slamming this blue blood <laughs> down I feel like the that escalator? would take up a good chunk of Penn Station. New Yorkers would be pissed at people yeah. like blocking the escalator That's like what I'm that. saying. Yeah, but I, I hope that Bischoff can inject some of that because I do think that that is something that is very much missing from yeah. the equation in wrestling right now. On um, both ends, to be honest. Absolutely. Um, and I think it's something that AEW will... Even though it's going to look good, I think the gritty factor is something they kind of are already doing with yeah. like being the elite type stuff or whatever. So, um, and not uh, more jokey than gritty, but like in terms of like being renegade style, you know, um, I think they kind of have that more down. Even some of the promos you see on on uh, the road to whatever is, you yeah. know, like Adam Page this week, and it was like it's funny they're doing phone promos, but it looks re- it looks better because. It's an actual phone promo and not like a camera where they're putting their hand next yeah. to it to make it look like a hand, yeah. like a, a cell phone promo like they were doing in WWE. Um, I mean, because you could tell that. I mean, like as great as Joey's promo was, like like in terms of like uh, everything about it was. I mean, like everything about like what was said and all that stuff was good. You could tell that some parts like were being that was being filmed, like just him talking to the camera. It was clearly not a WWE TV camera. Of course, you know? yeah. Like it's it's. But this latest one they put out um, with Joey and Dean, the one that came out this morning. They put a new one out this morning that I didn't yeah. see? Yeah. Oh, damn. 
Oh well, what happened? In it? It's um, it's been a busy. I, I've been it's been a little busy today. Dean, I mean, or John Moxley's watching uh, um, uh, just a bunch. It looks like the remember when the Miz came out and his entrance for his championship match at WrestleMania. Like he's watching a bunch of TV screens. Vaguely, when he challenged, I mean, when him and when he defended against John Cena, and the Rock was. Oh like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then he, it was to you. Uh, you can hate, you can hate me now with Nas. Yes, yes. Yeah, it's a little like that. Okay. I didn't. See, when did I miss? This? I don't see it on their channel. Go to, it's on TNT's channel too. All right, maybe maybe I've seen it. Maybe it was from an older one and it got singled out. I don't know. It's from the, the I, first I saw it was this morning. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. I'll have to go back and I'll have to go back and watch. But it's it. cool. But anyway, that I one... like the Adam Page one this week when he was like, he said something like, "Are you talking shit about horses? If you don't like horses, then." Fuck you, or whatever. And I was like, that's so, that's so random, but I love it. That's become part of his thing now. It's like even MJF made fun of him about it. He's like, I like horses. (laughs) (laughs) Um,. Okay, so one of the last to- one of the last uh, tidbits. <laughs> That's his gimmick. On this time, I know I love it. Uh, one of the last tidbits on on here was I was also told from a source at least that because um, I was asked if the ultimate goal of this move is to allow Vince McMahon the ability to step back a little bit, possibly in preparation for the XFL relaunch. Um, and I was told that this does not have anything to do with the XFL, and mm. that if the ultimate plan here is to be able to take a step back, then like it's not. Supernome, like it's obviously make a, it depends on what happens type thing. Like we're gonna have to wait and see type thing. I don't buy it. Like I mean, how could it not be connected to that? You know, I like, felt the same way. It would like, definitely I mean, make life a lot easier. That, I mean, that's like them saying that you know them planning events the same day as AEW events is just a coincidence. And like, also, no, it's not. And also, think about this schedule. Say he did stay focused on everything. Say he did. Yeah, that's. I don't give a shit how much of an alpha male you are. You can't do your body. Can't do no, that. You, the time. Doesn't allow you yeah, to do all this. Especially in your like, late seventies. Like it's just like, dude's gonna be eighty in a few years. Yeah, like it's just like like there are not like I mean there's a popular phrase of just not enough hours in the day for somebody to run two massive organizations like that. Like unless they are taking a major step back, and he doesn't sleep, so he has and added he's, like and he's extra super hands on. Like, yeah, he's super controlling. I mean, he's a control freak, and I don't say that as an insult. I mean, he's clearly taken his company to the point that it's at right now, and everything like that. But he's not like you know Bob Iger or somebody like. Like that, who's got you know helps make major decisions, but isn't involved in the day to day operations of Star Wars or very, Pixar, though. Very too. true, very true. Like that's a, he I mean, does need to transition to be more like that. That is how he, he needs does to need be to or, trust he, more people to if, do things for him, especially if he wants to work till he's dead. Yeah, that's how you're going to ensure that yeah. to happen, or, or at least to, to make it longer. Well, yeah, my opinion to work longer before he doesn't yeah. need to be on the road for every show. My opinion. That's what I'm. That's what I'm wondering, and we're gonna obviously as I time progresses, we're gonna to find chill out. Chill in Connecticut. And he could have a live feed to the – I've seen – I mean the TV studio does it all the time. He can have a live feed to Monday Night Raw and he could be talking to Kevin Dunn and whoever the fuck. He could in uh, the production meeting, his – a big TV screen with Vince's face at the same hours that he has now exactly. from his home. He doesn't yeah. have to go on the road Dude for all that. He needs to sleep. He does. Uh, you mentioned – the the whole he booking. wouldn't look like he's about to cry all the time now. His eyes get really puffy now. Um, so you mentioned the, the 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 booking of shows on the same day as AEW yeah. shows. So I want to kind of transition into the topic into that topic before we go to the Seth Rollins stuff um, because man, I found this interesting <laughs> this week. You know, uh, a few weeks ago they announced that NXT UK Takeover was going to be on the same day as All Out, mm-hmm. and at the time Triple H had said 
merely a coincidence. We've had this book for a while. <laughs> merely a coincidence. Not nothing to do with any of our competitors. You know when 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 which uh, could have been true. Which could have been true. These guys get their date, they, dates very early. Even though it was very rumored that they were going to go back to a, Chicago on the same date uh, a year later for All Out or whatever the follow up to All In was. That's that was very evident that was going to happen for a long time. So it's not like they didn't know that there were huge rumblings that that was going to happen. Just just want to say that much. But then uh, um, uh, and also, you know, when there was the throne smashing thing, which was before that, um, you know, it, it was asked of Triple H what he thought about it during a media call. And he said, like, oh, I'm not worried about what other people are doing. I'm not worried about the creative of other people. Um, and now it's been taken to the next level. Uh, this week it was first reported by The Wrap and later confirmed by WWE that WWE Network is going to air a live Evolve special on the WWE Network. Um, it's going to be a show that features many uh, current WWE and NXT superstars. Uh, and it's the 10th anniversary of Evolve. But it's taking place on the same day and time as <laughs> AEW's All Out. So coincidence. Or sorry, Fight for the Fallen. Sorry, Fight for the Fallen. Coincidence. Um, and, and yeah, and and now it's like, okay, you can't tell me these things are coincidences now. No, there's that. There's there's no way they are. <laughs> there's no way. I'm sorry, but things can't fall at the exact same day at the exact same time, or even on the same day. You know, and there can't be that many coincidences. Like it's just no. I'm sorry. It's just like that's like. Yeah, I, I, it, there's no way. It's, and you know what? It's an interesting play because they know who they're targeting. Because if they scheduled just a WWE show that same day, it would have no – people would probably pick whatever the, the AEW show is. Yeah. You know? And that's why they're like, OK, we, they're, indie, they're indie marks. So we need to get every indie guy we have now on retainer and put them on our network at the same time. Akira Zawa versus Adam Cole, Drew Gulak versus Matt Riddle and like plus all, all the evolved guys. Yeah, I know. No, you're right. No, you're 100% right. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, it's like smart on their part to pick those shows. At, at first I was like those aren't the same caliber. I mean the at first at first on paper you're like they're throwing B shows, C shows in some cases. At their A sh- at AEW's A show, I think it's which doesn't make sense. No, D shows even. Yeah, which at first doesn't make sense, but then you're like, okay, what's the alternative? Oh, they have SmackDown or Stomping Grounds at the same time, and it's like, oh, okay, the choice is obvious there. Yeah. You know? And yeah. You know, it's funny because I, like if you look back at like the history of like whenever WCW is launching Monday Nitro, WWE did not really take it seriously, and this is the exact opposite. This time they're like, hey, even before you really begin, we are going to take so many shots at you that you <laughs> never get started. Like, and we've already... It's also, too, it's like, we've been through this war once. Yeah. We have that edge it's on like us. We like, are going and to, now we have we know, money. And now we've got so much more money. Yeah, yeah exactly. We're going to take you down before you even get started. We could have some of you killed. <laughs> we could have some of you killed. Uh, we are that rich. <laughs> Hello, Saudi prince? <laughs> no, 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 no. No, too, too far? Too far, too far. Um, I think the, 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 the one of the things that people were really kind of like driving home in their anger over this announcement, the people who were angry about it, me personally... I felt like Why would anybody be angry? Shit is on demand now. Just watch yeah. one and then watch the other one afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> what is the issue? Don't scream into the microphone. I like it. <laughs> that one guy who all those guys who write they get they get so mad when Jamie screams into the microphone. Hey, write to me. <laughs> um uh wait. 
Uh, what were you screaming about right there? I got. Thrown. I said I don't understand why people yeah. are acting oh, like yeah. it's going it's to affect. They're like, well, uh, well, I gotta watch one or the other. So agreed, agreed that in 2019, it's not. I don't know how to. <laughs> the, set, I don't know how to set my VCR. Still, <laughs> I saw one someone tweeted saying like, some of y'all never had to set two VCRs at once to watch Raw and Nitro and shows. And I was like, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, or stay up to like the eleven o'clock replay or whatever, or twelve o'clock replay <laughs> of Nitro. Um, but okay, here's I think the thing that people did seem to uh, be soured on is the fact that AEW show is a charity event. Yeah, AEW mm. the, the the proceeds of this show uh, benefit victims of gun violence. Yeah, Kenneth Omega. Yes, had, had some words. <laughs> he did. Uh, but. Uh, Here's the thing, and before we talk about Kenny Omega's thing, well, I'll just say what he said. Uh, Kenny Omega tweeted yesterday, and he said, if lining your pockets of blood money is okay, then what's wrong with trying to undermine a charity show for victims of gun violence? Mm -hmm. I hear that healthy competition is supposed to be a good thing, and yet I can't help but feel like I'm going to be sick. Um, And then about 30 minutes later, he deleted the tweet. Um, Here's my question to you guys. Mm -hmm. If, If Fight for the Fallen is airing for free, Mm hmm then how are they, they're not really like taking money away from a charity or anything like that. So it's not like they're – is it as dick as people who are making it sound when you're not well, really taking money out of a charity's pocket for this? Maybe money isn't the right word. Maybe publicity, like you know, notoriety Energy of the charity, sure. you know, like just the opportunity for that charity to gain traction, to potentially gain new eyeballs, to gain, potentially – Potentially gain new people to to donate. Okay, not saying that you know that everybody who watches that show would do those things, but in some ways, yeah, I can see it. But you have to, but you have to stretch for it too. And you know what's really interesting is that, um, and what was the show that's that was booked the same day as Fight for the Fallen? Evolves tenth anniversary. Yes, show. and um, it's, I mean, like you just said, the only real people that would the that would have an effect on what would be the people attending. You That's know, what and, I would think. And, and the tickets are already bought. That's for, what I was thinking. For, 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 for Fight for the Fallen. Attention, publicity, energy, 100%. Yes. 100%. And Kenny is a really uh, – is, is really – Passionate. Emo- yes. Passionate is the word. Not emotional. He's passionate. And he thinks with his heart. And you know, at first you're like – because obviously this one hits uh, – this one is means something to them. Yeah, this one. I mean, they they championed that it was for charity way long ago. Like the first, was that the first press first, conference. Yeah, I think. One of the yeah. first things they said. And and when you're, I mean, it, as as confident as these guys are, as confident as they are, and I'm sure they are, there is no chance that none of them are having this this little like we're not a doubt, but hope that we can do this. You know, there's always going to be doubt with the with the yeah. unknown. You know, yeah. especially in this case, when none of them have really done this before. Well, I mean, like the, the, the main roster guys, and it's and so something like that would set somebody off, especially when you're already on edge about this kind yeah. of thing. And that's just being human, of course. You know? Yeah, and, absolutely. I mean, he's got he's got a lot riding on this. Yes, they and, all do. And I would be taken aback. Is I don't know if it, I think that's why he deleted it. Maybe he didn't word it correctly. He's speaking from the heart. People don't often do that. Right? Yeah, I mean, speaking from personal experience, I definitely think that in a in a in a moment of anger, he tweeted, which many of us tend to do, and I think afterwards he was kind of like, I didn't. All these people are gonna just like my. I bet, you, I bet you his, yeah. but I bet you the main thing is his replies were probably just 
atrocious. Like, yeah. you imagine looking at his replies at that point. Just like everybody just throwing their two cents in and just being a whole mosh posh of, mosh posh of outrage. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I can see that being annoying for sure. I actually, you know, it's tough. The, both these shows look really good. Um, well, there's only really a few handful of matches for both. But, I mean, like, uh, Akira Tozawa versus Adam Cole sounds dope for the NXT title. Riddle versus Drew Gulak sounds awesome. And Fight for the Fallen, Cody... And Dustin Rhodes versus the Young Bucks is like one of the most one of the matches I'm looking yeah. forward to and the most that, coming up. And that's another point that I was about to say. I don't think that I, I forgot to say this earlier is I don't think that really at this point, especially in the next few months, that WWE's audience and AEW's audience is too mishmashed together yet. Oh, they are. I, I don't think it, I don't think entirely. Not entirely, but I mean, like they. Like I, I do – do I, I'm not saying that just because one watches one doesn't watch the other. Yeah. That's not what I'm saying. I do think a lot of a, – there are AEW fans who are WWE fans as well, 100 yeah. percent. What I'm saying is I think the people that are going to go to the WWE show are going to go to the WWE Absolutely. show. And yeah. the people who are like – they, they they haven't had to choose sides that makes really sense. Yeah. yet. Yeah, they yeah. will maybe. I don't know yet. But – they haven't had to yet. Yeah. They still have their audience, and they're going to keep it for at least a few more months. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, totally. I, uh, man, it's going to be interesting. It's funny. You know, it's, it's, I feel like I'm actually watching someone play chess in real life. Like, it's not like, like with real people and real companies it's, and like, you know, it's, it's crazy. It's what would have happened if 20 years ago this shit happened and there was the internet. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. Well, the internet was around, but not, well, but not, not social media. I'm yeah, sorry. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, social media. But I just I, I feel like I'm watching Game of Thrones play out, you know, in in the wrestling world of like they're putting their pawns out. They're like NXT UK, absolutely NXT. You know, that evolve. You gotta we got feel bad for like, like we're gonna put, we'll put we'll put ICW feel, hey, this day. One thing I don't feel feel is bad for anybody involved. in No, this, this is great. I do. I do I feel bad like. for Impact considering they're losing the <laughs> network. <laughs> <laughs> there was another one of those. The Simpson memes have been killing it. <laughs> like, like, like you know, over the scene where he's like, "You love mole man, you love mole man." Nobody loves mole man. It was, it's like AW's better, WWE's better, and it's nobody thinks Impact is better. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Yeah, Impact is definitely, uh, definitely the biggest casualty of this war right yeah. now, for sure. I mean. Ring of Honor is they're they're hanging in they're they're doing their they're trying Ring of Honor is Ring of Honor yeah they're yeah. always you're right exactly like Ring of Honor is Ring of dis- Honor they're distant third always they probably always will be and New Japan they're fighting tough they're hanging in there G one yeah. looks dope yeah uh, they got some good shit going on good shit I'm back, going on there was a little period a little bit of a period like the initial I'm not saying this is any knock to Jay White but the initial rise of Jay White period was a little like because I didn't know if he could do it because it was so early in his career. But now that he's proven himself, he could do it, and he's carried the Bullet Club for quite for a few months now. Yeah, um, I, I I mean it's got my interest again. I yeah. mean uh, I mean John uh, John Moxley going there really certainly did it, and uh, but I find myself because there was a good period of time where I was not logging into New Japan World for a little bit. You know? Yeah, no, I fell out for a little quick very second. little bit. Yes. Uh, but I, yeah, no, I'm I'm big, everything going on right now has has fully got me invested again. Uh, big. I, I like all the stuff with a uh, Will Osprey's just been killing it right now, yeah. and that's actually why I wanted to segue into that because. Wow, you're getting good at this. I know, yeah, right? You've had some good segues today. I'm getting good, guys. What can I say? It only took me four and a half years. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, the, Seth Rollins and Will Osprey were in a little thing this week, and it all began with Seth Rollins tweeting saying, uh, "Best pro wrestling on the planet." Period. In regards to WWE. 
and just started to like, I mean, that post, that tweet alone has 4,000 replies to it. <laughs> so yeah. I'm sure he was just just getting hit up like crazy. And the timing of it was so funny. Right, right after stomping. No, right before Stomping Grounds. Um, yes. Um, and then he said the next day, doubling down, best pro wrestling on the planet. See that cruiserweight triple threat. And that's just one night. Uh, did anybody see it? One match amongst the many. Not I did. To, it. Not, no, it was good. It was good. Not match. to knock. I heard it was great. I'm it just really saying, was like, good. They don't promote the shit out of those matches at all. Uh, uh, find anyone else alive who does what I do as well as I do it as often as I do it. You can't. And then uh, Will Osprey quote tweeted that and said, "I'm alive," indicating that he is uh, on that level. And this is where things started to get a little bit dramatic. Uh, he said. Uh, Oh, I'm sorry, little guy. We already have a better vet. We already have a better version of you here, and he just won his first U.S. title tonight. Congrats, Ricochet. Keep working hard, though, buddy. And uh, Osprey. It's a pretty obnoxious thing to say. It's a very Seth Rollins thing to yeah. say. <laughs> it, I mean, it's Seth Rollins' current like uh, face run. It's very, very in line with on that. brand. Yeah. Yeah. I, Very on brand with his heelish face. I mean, it makes sense for him to be confident in himself. It was a little weird to be like, Ricochet is better than you, regardless of if that's accurate or not. It does seem a little unfair, yeah. you know? And I do think while the United States title is more of a famous title in the United States, obviously, than WWE's, you know, company, I do think that the junior heavyweight title does hold a little bit more prominence. I mean, U.S. title is not that. Yeah, that's what it's I mean. It's not like it's not very prestigious title or anything no, like no, that. And they've tried. Go, and, and go, also, go back. Cena had a, and it was Cena. There have been was, some great U.S. champions. Cena, absolutely. Miz, Kevin Owens. I just don't think it's as prestigious as go, yes. go back five champions right now. And Can also, you do it? no. And no, also, of course not. I Booker can't. T was one. I'm sure. Ah! <laughs> Wait, go back five U.S. champions. Yeah. Okay, we'll try. Wait, we got does Rick, is it Ricochet, Samoa Joe, Rey Mysterio. Uh, who did he beat? Samojo before that. Does yeah. that count if I do it twice like that? Sure. And oh, who did Samojo beat? For I'm going to say... Our truth Shinsuke Nakamura? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> you don't even know, and you're so good at that, too. So, so prestigious. Um, wait, now I kind of want to see. United States title. Okay, the, the point is, it's like even if like you didn't... like I mean, even Here's if... the... Wait, the reins are... Hold on. It's Ricochet... Oh, was our truth? You were right. Really? Yeah. Uh, and yes. right before that was no, Nakamura. When, when he said it, we laughed, and I was like, uh, "But it, it may be that." <laughs> and then before that was Nakamura. So I was one off, and I was gonna say Rusev, but Rusev was right before that. Oh, uh-huh. so close! Wow, you, I can't you did I'm, it by accident. I know, you motherfucker. That's, that's awesome. <laughs> our truth. You just threw out our truth. I literally just like you literally yeah. said that all off, not even meaning to get it right. Oh, you bastard! How great was he on Raw, by the or was it SmackDown where he did both? The, no, Ms. TV. When that was had, Raw. Well, when he was, what did he say with the constipation stuff? Yeah, oh, so yeah, good. That, that whole that whole thing. Who would have thought that this twenty four seven title would turn into like one of the better storylines that they've had? Well, I saw one of the people who works at WWE. Uh, I forget the exact title, but he's someone who works, I think, in social or something. Yeah, he tweeted saying that I think he said like in total, all the twenty four seven title content has already encompassed over fifty million views wow. across all their social media. And I'm going to be clear, I still stand by the fact that it is an ugly belt. Yeah, yeah. for sure. It but is. it kind of, I mean, so was the hardcore title, and you never forget it. But it was supposed Different to be ugly. ugly. Yes. It was supposed to be ugly. Maybe this one's supposed to be ugly, too. And what, for it, what purpose? It's green. 
48-7 European Championship. It's fucking green, dude. <laughs> it's fucking green, dude. Um, <laughs> that's, that's all you got to say. But uh, back to what we were talking about it, with the Will Ospreay thing. I I feel like – if I, I think Ricochet's great. He's one of my favorite wrestlers. Yeah. And Seth Rollins is great, too. Seth Rollins put a ton of good matches. Um, but I think it was a little unfair to say some of the things that he said to Will Ospreay because I, in my opinion, Will Ospreay versus Shingo is is definitely the, the best match of the year so far. Yeah. I, I I was blown away by it, and um, he is on that caliber. I mean, Will Ospreay has transformed himself. Yeah. You know, I was talking about Rocky Romero in an interview this week, and Rocky Romero was saying that he feels like Will Ospreay is one of the top five in the world right now, and yeah. I kind of agree. I mean, Will Ospreay is working on another level right now, yeah. I and mean, his matches are absolutely awesome. And uh, uh, you know what? It's always it's always. I mean. Yeah, it's true, but it always is whack to me whenever somebody has to throw in money. So I yeah, was just going to say that. So Will Ospreay said, uh, fact of the day, Will Ospreay wrestled more matches in 2019 than, Roll- than Seth Rollins, catch up little guy. And Seth Rollins said, I mean, if you want to talk numbers, we can compare bank accounts too. P.S. That's counting a month off with a broken back, buddy. I mean, it's... <sighs> okay, I know that you feel that way, but also... Like I said, it's true, but... If, I think... <laughs> Because I feel like everyone took it as like him being like, well, I'm richer than you type thing, right? Which is kind of what he was saying. Yeah, what else would it be? <laughs> but also he was saying more along the lines of like, okay, if we're on the level of wrestled the same matches and wrestled the same level, well, I'm way richer than you, so you're still not on my level. Back up. And that kind of is true, no? Yeah, just they, but it, there's a layer of arrogance to it, though, that's, that's not likable. You know, like, and I guess that's like the point is like this dude's the universal champion and he's being like casted as and to a be face. F- and to be fair, whenever and to me, the reason why it rubbed me wrong is not so much that he sounded like a dick saying it. Yes, he did, but it's more so that it's literally the same argument everybody always says whenever WWE is compared to New Japan. Yeah. Everybody across the board, they always say the same well, thing. Well, it's a fall. Uh, it's a fallback argument for people who've got no other leg to stand on, though, too. It's like, well, I got more money than you. Yeah, so, I mean, like, WWE yeah. is like, well, they're going to do 93,000 like, people. It's like, well. Okay, but also, just to play devil's advocate here. Which you're really good at. <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong, though. No, like, I didn't say he was. No, I'm, no, I, he's, what he I said, said is actually, what I, before like I even started, cut. I said he's not wrong. He's yeah, yeah right. but like when you say he, you know, he, 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 like, that was his only leg to stand on at a certain point when you get it's to, when you kind of like to a, have your back to the cheap wall type of thing. Can, yes, but it also ends the conversation when you have to do that because, you, yeah, because I, there's nothing anyone can say to that at that sure, point. Sure, but it's a cheap shot to me. It is. I mean, in, in a world of doing this shit back and forth, because like you just said, it deads the conversation. In a world where doing that kind of thing is dope, you know, in in professional wrestling, having this back and forth with other talent is good for the business. It's good for the. It's good for everybody involved. And why would you just want to just kill it like that? You know, it's it. it, it I agree with you guys. I'm more just playing. It gets personal then. It gets personal then. And I don't even think Seth Rollins and Will Ospreay never met each other, let alone. Well, I actually I think there's that picture of Seth Rollins. I think there's a picture of Seth Rollins watching. Will Ospreay wrestle at PWG like from the back curtain or whatever? Maybe I, think. Have, I could I be wrong. But, I could be wrong. But I don't. I don't see. I mean, it's uh, like factual accuracy of financial matters means nothing to me because you could look at it. Certain it companies. defines success a little bit. Yeah, but it doesn't. But that doesn't define moral fiber to me, though. Too well, this you is could, a moral fiber n- conversation. No, for sure. Though. But it's like you could look. I mean, somebody the, the 
CEO of a tobacco company can be like, well, we're making a lot of money still, so clearly people still like smoking cigarettes. And it's like, well, so you're still killing people. That doesn't mean that you're a good person. That doesn't mean killing people. That's such a street comparison. No, I, I know, I know I, it is. I understand the analogy, though. The amount of like, numbers in a bank account is meaningless to me at a certain point because it's like, as a bragatory like, notion, it's just like, no. Like, like, if, you're, like, if you truly want legs to stand on, like, Get in the ring, or like you know, challenge them to a fight or something. Like <laughs> I don't know. I li- and maybe challenge the money thing is I have more money, so yeah, it's like meet in an alley and fight. Right. Stop talking on social media and actually go outside and fight each other. <laughs> that, that, that doesn't that happen. Dean Bates method. Go that out to the schoolyard after man. the after the bell rings. That never fight. happens anymore, man. I know the old <laughs> west people just fighting. That's why the old west was a better time. <laughs> just go outside and duel. Whichever one of you better will walk away. <laughs> like the back to back duels. Oh, they didn't do that in the old west. It was draw. Oh, okay, okay, okay. No, but I'm now. I'm actually the same. I'm now the back to back. Hey, though. WWE's in Singapore right now. That's not too far. Yeah, I'm just saying they should just go meet up and just, just have it out. Yeah, have a slap. over a volcano. Have a sl- oh man, that would be so sweet. <laughs> A plank over a volcano, <laughs> an active one. How many flippy shits can you do yeah. on here? <laughs> I was saying I really want Will Ospreay and Tomatonga and like the other New Japan guys to show up to the Japan show, the WWE Japan show, and just like sit front row like the old XPW guys did at ECW show back in the day. Um, but then Tomatonga like shut that one down real fast and was like, "We got better things to do." And I was like, "Oh, damn, that would have been cool." Do you? He said, "I think he said they're going to be like in Sydney or something mm. like that." It was, he used it as a promotional tool. Yeah, I just wanted to see it. Cause just I, to be clear, I don't think that Seth Rollins is as bad as a CEO of a tobacco company. <laughs> good, good. Okay, it's a bad, it's a bad analogy, that. but you see where I'm coming no, from. I, that would have really hurt his feelings. I 100 yeah. percent get it. I actually I used a really extreme analogy with some reason. They were like, "You can't do that," and I was yeah. like, "I was just trying to paint a picture." And I don't. I know that it's not that bad. So I I, I did that recently. Yeah. Mine was so bad, I don't even want to say it. It's not know. as bad as tobacco. Um, sorry, I, Seth. I did like what he said to Wade Keller. Uh, Wade Keller quote tweeted the I'm sorry, little guy stuff and said, this isn't a good tone at all if you want to get people who love good wrestling, regardless of brand, to feel goodwill towards WWE's strengths and its vocal leader. Buddy, little guy, disappointing and character-defining condescension. This is heel Corbin promo content. And Seth Rollins said, I don't care about goodwill, Wade. I care about respect. And if some kid who thinks he's got it all figured out wants to step to me, then he's going to get patted on the head and sent on his way. Didn't Jericho say something like, he's bigger than you, though? (laughs) He did say, yeah, he did point that out, yes. Yeah. Um, And also, then then, uh, Will Ospreay made it into a t-shirt. Two of them. Yeah. I also liked on Raw when Jericho was tweeting about something. Oh, the, 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 the tug, tug of war. war. Yeah, he said the tug he said of war. The best <laughs> wrestling in the world. <laughs> With the Lashley, Braun Strowman tug of uh, war. Um, but man, gotta say, guys, we do, we do the show a lot. And this week was. I thought it was going to be a slow week on Monday. This was a crazy week. Yeah. I, this was one of the craziest and weeks. And it's only going to get better. I know. I know. I would say the same thing like, dude, this is only. We still got three months till October or whatever. I think that's three months. I'm not looking at top. I'm and pretty sure it's like it three starts. months. Now. <laughs> that's a good point. I didn't think about that. When the TV starts, you think it's just going to go away? No, no, I guess you're right. When th- three months is just the not even the this is a prelims, dude. Of things. Yeah, you're right. This is the kickoff show. Winter hasn't come yet. Oh man. Oh man. Game of Thrones. It's gonna be. Something. I get it. <laughs> oh, winter hasn't come yet. I think yeah. said the winter hasn't come yet, and I was like. It's going to be a long time before we get to that. But winter is definitely yeah. coming. Winter is yeah, certainly. Yeah, it's at that, that level. It's that stage right now where, like, we've seen some shit, but it, they, the White Walkers haven't even gotten here yet. <laughs> there ain't even dragons yet. 
Yeah. It's just, it's just Bruce Pritchard and, and all the other 90s guys, Jeff Jarrett and all them riding a big white uh, dragon into battle. I like it. Uh, Jamie, where can people find you on the internet? You can find me on uh, Twitter at J-A-M-I-E underscore I-O-V-I-N-E or on Instagram at J-A-M-I-E-I-O-V-I-N-E every Sunday. Uh, see us at the Ocean View Pavilion for some championship wrestling from Hollywood action or every other Sunday. I'm sorry. And um, every weekend on Fight for free. You don't need to pay anything to watch it. So that's good. And the other channels such as Memphis uh, and so on and so forth. And um, obviously check in every um, every day for some new stuff on network and TWRK on uh, – on the app, our Instagram, and on the website, every uh, we do a few raffles a week. I mean, I'm raffles. I'm sorry. We do a few drops a week. Exclusive items you can't uh, that are either early or you can't find anywhere else. Um, and also, we're, we instituted our new raffle system. Um, items that have a value upwards of thirty to fifty thousand um, dollars. You could buy if you win the raffle. You could buy it for only a hundred dollars. It's a hundred dollars to enter, and if you don't win, you get the hundred dollars back. Obviously, and those are daily. So, wow. can you just give me the fifty thousand dollar one? The what? The fifty thousand dollar one? Well, I give it to you? No, yes, give no. It to the, me. The, the, when when we instituted the raffle, there was a big letter to everybody and from our legal person that says we cannot mess with this raffle at all and so it was very clear that you guys had a big week this week right yeah we had a pretty big week Uh, we just announced our new partnership with Live Nation and uh, Drake that's awesome yeah I actually didn't even see I was so busy the past two days I didn't even see it and and Mark here was like dude Drake and Live Nation and I was like what are you what are you talking about? Yeah, and, and, and I, I saw it on the internet. And we it's also awesome. announced our move into the live space, uh, the live the live experience space. Nice. What's that? Um, pretty much. Uh, uh, I'm not gonna. I don't want to give too much oh, away okay. because we haven't done it yet. Oh, okay. and I don't want anybody tell to me take after. it. Just tell me yeah. after. Okay. Yeah. Just tell me after. But there, there's an article, I don't want to get you in trouble article, with your. With there's your there's your an article out about it. Okay. So, yeah. I, Can you briefly say what it is without uh, messing things up? Yeah. It's it's just physical experiences. Okay. Okay, cool, cool. I think you kind of mentioned some of the ideas mm. that you guys had wanted to do in the past. That's cool. Uh, Eli, where are you going to find you at? <laughs> I'm sorry. Twitter, at Elijah Bates. Instagram, at Brindlebeard. ProWrestlingSheet.com. That's the website where you can find all the top stories in the world of professional wrestling throughout the week. At Wrestling Sheet on social media. YouTube.com slash C slash Wrestling Sheet. That's where the videos go. You can find uh, the Ron Smackdown recaps that I do with John Roca. You get to find... Uh, Wrestling Sheet Radio every week on Thursday evening, Friday morning here with these two fellas. Also, I have an interview with Rocky Romero up where we talked about uh, these Seth Rollins tweets about Seth Rollins. Like I, or about, uh, about Will Ospreay, like I was saying. Um, we talk about uh, the upcoming G1 Climax Tournament. We talk about his his old days training with Daniel Bryan and Samojo in the LA Dojo out here for New Japan. Lots of fun stuff in the interview. Make sure you guys check it out. YouTube.com slash C slash Wrestling Sheet. While you're there, make sure you subscribe, like, comment on the videos. Uh, I do my best to respond to the good ones, so uh, keep up the, the action on there. I appreciate it a lot. But if you just want to listen to the audio, if you're driving, working out, whatever, uh, go check it out on all the biggest podcast platforms. That's on Podcast One, Spotify, uh, iTunes, uh, Stitcher, Google Play, all those stores. Just search Wrestling Sheet Radio. Okay, that's it. We're done. Officially tapping out for now. Until next time, stay out of the dirt and keep your eye on the sheet. Stay little chico, pitbull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive, brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you got to play the game. 
so that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. This episode is sponsored by Schwann's.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwanns.com backslash yum for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 